What's going on folks and welcome into the Sports Treat Studio for Season 1, Episode 2 of 3rd and Long, our football show. We got some NFL Thursday Night Football to break down. The game's being played in a monsoon apparently out in Carolina. It's hurricane season down on the Atlantic coast in the state, so that's not fun. And then we also have some other games on Sunday that we're going to touch on. We have Sunday Night Football. We have an early game, the first ever NFL game in Munich. Tom Brady's heading overseas and looking to right the ship for the Buccaneers. We also have our CFL Bracket Challenge. Um, if, you, if you picked the Montreal Alouettes and the BC Lions last week, then you have a perfect bracket so far. Heading in to the Eastern and Western Conference Finals this Sunday. Should be a ton of fun, folks, but let's jump into this show right now with our Thursday night football. It's the Atlanta Falcons visiting the Carolina Panthers. And, well, folks, this is another Netflix Thursday unless you have Cordero Patterson on your fantasy team. This, this is going to be this is gonna be a really, really tough game to watch. So the Carolina Panthers last week, they gave up over 150 yards and five touchdowns to Joe Mixon. Four of them on the ground. Yeah, that, that doesn't promise too well against against Cordero Patterson, who scored two tutties last week. This game is being played at, in a monsoon, as I said. So throwing the football, it's not going to be there. Also, one thing I want to talk about, P.J. Walker. His line is 170.5 yards. Take the less, take the under on that all day, even money. P.J. Walker last week put up a QB rating of 0.0. The worst possible, like literally zero. Baker Mayfield came in in relief and garbage time, hit 14 of 20 passes, had a QB rating up over 120. P.J. Walker is going to be on an extremely short leash, and it's a monsoon. It's a, it's a, it's a, essentially a pre-hurricane. They're not going to be throwing the football. That means a whole lot of Deontay Foreman and his line at 62.5 yards. Make sure you hit the more on that one. Absolutely love that. And now if we break down this game a little more on the other side of the football, Cordero Patterson, 50 and a half yards is his line. I'm loving that line as well. It will be a committee of backs in that Atlanta backfield. However, Cordero Patterson is still the number one guy and the way they scheme with him to get him to the edge, he could realistically break this in, in two big chunk runs. Um, last thing to note, Marcus Mariota, passing line, 150 and a half, less. Less, we just talked about this. With that said, although I have very little faith in Marcus Mariota, there are just too many question marks on the Panthers' side of the football to have faith in them defending home field. In addition, the Falcons have the weapons to exploit the weaknesses of the Panthers. We saw Joe Mixon go off last week. Whether it's Tyler Algier, whether, whether it's Cordero Patterson, someone is going to break off a massive run, and Atlanta's going to control this pace. The clock's going to tick. I like the under of 42 and a half, and I like the Falcons to cover the three-point spread. And here's your stat of the day. Connor did some digging. For all you Sports Tree users, the Falcons are 5-1 against the spread in their last six games in Carolina. You're welcome. Falcons cover, and we like the under, plus those props that we talked about. Moving on to Sunday now. We got an early one in Munich. The NFL touches down in Munich with their guy, Tom Brady, first ever regular season game in Germany. Check out these Starbucks cups. No product placement. They're not paying me yet. The Seattle Seahawks are underdogs in this matchup, and the only reason is Tom Brady. Tom Brady had the most Brady-esque end to last week's game. Clutch, game-winning drive, touchdown, Brady wins. Now he's a favorite going into this week because he's undefeated since he's been divorced, and everyone now thinks, well, maybe he's using football as a healthy outlet for 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 a distraction, or maybe 
things have settled down at home and he's 100% focused on football. If either of those two things are true, Tom Brady should be slicing and dicing. And this Buccaneers team should turn into and morph into that Super Bowl team that everyone thought they were going to be. At least a Super Bowl contender that everyone thought they were going to be in the preseason. Now, on the other side of the ball, Geno Smith and the, and the Seahawks are humming. Walker is, is arguably playing like the offensive rookie of the year for the second half of this season, or the second half of the first half of the season, second quarter of the season, boom, math. But let's talk about Geno Smith, over 2,000 passing yards, he, he, he's just looked so good. But here's why I'm taking the Buccaneers, it's because Tom Brady has a favorable matchup. The Seattle secondary is allowing a QB rating of 94.1 and 13 passing TDs in just 9 games played. The Bucs, if they can establish that long-lost rush attack, Seattle's giving up 4.8 yards per carry. If you get Lenny going and then Tom Brady has time and you're mixing up the punches, I don't see Seattle hanging in with these guys. Brady's also 3-0 in Europe. Not that that really equivalates to this much, but I think for this Bucs team to take that next step and become that, that Super Bowl contending team, they have to be able to take advantage, uh, take advantage of these matchups. I think the Bucs defense is going to have to step up in a big way to shut down Geno Smith and Kenneth Walker. However, on offense, I like the Bucs to get it done. I like the Bucs to have a big showing, and I think they win this game in Munich. All right, the Buffalo Bills versus the Minnesota Vikings, arguably the game of the week. However, Josh Allen sprained UCL in his throwing elbow. Was that the problem last week? He had a passer rating below 50, his worst of the season. Two interceptions and barely passed for 200 yards. That's not the Josh Allen that we're used to seeing. This week he gets a Minnesota Vikings team that is overrated. I'll say it. Here we go. Viking rant time. They've just beat up on inferior opponents all year. They have one loss. They're, Kirk Cousins is celebrating on the plane like he won the Super Bowl. You guys beat the Washington Commanders. They were known as the football team not a year ago. Settle down a bit. Pump your brakes. This Bills team is going to be pissed. I don't care that Josh, Josh Allen's arm could be hanging from his side. And they could still win this football game. Lean on Devin Singletary. Hit those quick routes to Stefan Diggs. And guess what? Kirk Cousins isn't keeping pace with Josh Allen. Get Von Miller after Kirk Cousins. Shut down the run. Stack the box. Win this game in Buffalo. And honestly, get your mojo back. Bills win. Uh, the Bills win at home. And I'm very confident that the Bills are going to go out and slap the Minnesota Vikings around. Josh Allen with one or two arms. Let's go, Buffalo. Up next, Detroit Lions and the Chicago Bears. Justin Fields is the reigning offensive player of the week, recording 178 rushing yards, breaking the NFL single-game record for rushing yards as a quarterback. Michael Vick stuff, baby. That's huge. Now this week, the Bears take on a Lions defense that's allowing 5 yards per carry and 5.1 yards per carry to quarterbacks. Putting up points shouldn't be a problem for the Bears this week. Run the ball, you have Montgomery, you have Khalil Herbert, you have Justin Fields, Cole Komet, two tutties last week, you have a guy down by the end zone. Chase Claypool, the guy's had another week to mesh with this team. Offense isn't going to be the problem. It's the Bears' defense, that which sounds so weird coming from Chicago, but the Bears' defense, they can't stop anything. However, they take on a slumping Lions offense at Soldier Field. The Lions just had 15 points last week. You get Soldier Field rocking. The Bears simply own the Lions. It's what they do. At... Dash 3? Dash 2.5 I'm seeing some places. And a money line at Dash 150? Give me the Bears win. Give me the Bears money line. 
Justin Fields rushing prop. I don't know what it is, but I'll take the more on that. And then I'll probably look for something cheeky like a Khalil Herbert rushing prop. Sunday night football. The Chargers visit the 49ers. And the last time we saw the 49ers, they had Christian McCaffrey throw for a touchdown, run a touchdown in, and catch a touchdown. First guy to do that since LT in 2005. That was a trivia question on this show um, a week ago. Now you throw Debo Samuel into the mix the first time. You give them uh, a bye week. They have a week to scheme, an extra week to scheme. Now Debo Samuel is going to be healthy. CMC is going to be healthy. And they're taking on a Chargers defense that is allowing 5.7 yards per run. That's good enough for worse than the NFL. Oh, yeah. It's going to be CMC slicing and dicing. Debo Samuel, jet power sweeps around the edge. Good night. This is San Francisco all day. Unfortunately, we don't know about Keenan Allen, and we don't know about Mike Williams. Justin Herbert, God love him. He's doing it by himself with his rib injury, and he still brought this team to 5-3. and three. But you can't dump the ball down to Austin Eckler all day, and you know they're going to have to pass because San Francisco, they're giving up just 3.4 yards per carry. That's the best in the NFL. Unfortunately, there's not going to be enough there. The 49ers win, and... I don't know if they can cover the points as of yet, but if that line is anywhere around seven, six and a half, I'll take the 49ers to cover that spread. I like them by at least a touchdown. Heading north of the border now, we got some CFL playoff action. We have the Argos hosting the Alouettes, and then the BC Lions are headed out to Winnipeg to take on the Blue Bombers. Let's start in the CFL Eastern Conference. Argos all day, every day. I'll be at the game. It's going to be great. Argos football, and they get... Andrew Harris back, former MVP, former MOP, most outstanding player. Let's go, Argos. Out West, I'm riding with the Blue Bombers. I think they're too good. They're too deep. However, I would like to see the Lions win for our guy, Peter Godber, former uh, former teammate of mine. Plus, who doesn't want to see Rourke? Who doesn't want to see a Canadian quarterback in the Grey Cup final? So, there's your breakdown for Sunday's matchups. Make sure you check out your bracket challenge if you filled one out last week. And obviously, we'll be giving $500 away at the conclusion of the Grey Cup. All right, folks, getting into your trivia question for this week's edition of Third and Long. Here's your trivia question. Where did Justin Fields play his final year of college football before entering the NFL and now breaking the record for the most rushing yards by a quarterback, NFC Player of the Week? I'm so happy. I'm so proud. Fields of Dreams, baby. Uh, lastly... We will be at the Bogey Club on Saturday night. Come and check it out. UFC watch party. Come. It'll be a great time. We'll give away some picks. We'll have the longest drive competition closest to the pin. We'll give away some subscriptions. There'll be some pizza. There'll be some drinks. It'll be a great time. A few wobbly pops on me. All right? It'll be fun. We'll see you there. Best of luck with all of your picks for Thursday Night Football. Folks, I'm Connor Rountree, and enjoy the football.